0: The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Good afternoon, good afternoon, good afternoon, America and the world. This is listening or this is you're listening to Bite of Reality with Mark the Shark from New York. I'm telling you, this was another wild ride this week. Just when you think that things can't get any wilder, it's unfortunately the wildest. So, without any further ado, we're going to jump right into my favorite part of the show. Rhyme time. Government surrender. What a thought. Leaders who've lost, who's lost the battle, <laughs> they think they fought. A country left without a guide. A nation lost with no place and no pride. When those in charge give up the fight and choose to flee into the night, the people suffer when left alone, their future now by design a great unknown. But we need leaders who stand their ground and work to turn things back around. A country will be remembered in the end as those who fought until the final bend. So we must as a nation choose our leaders wise, who won't give up and won't compromise. And in the face of this great defeat, He will rise again and take the seat. Broken government is a very sad affair. Lead by the leaders who fail to truly care. Our system flaws are finally laid bare for all. And the American citizens left by design to take the fall. Always promises made but never kept. Trust in government now completely inept. The people's voices left unheard. Their needs ignored without a word. But should hope remain in every heart that leaders true will appear and do their part to fix what's broken and make it right and bring back the trust and address this American plight. For the government we need that's truly just is one we all can and do truly trust. And when the leaders work together and stay strong, we may actually find a way to fix all the wrong. We yell, wake up the president, so please do. There's much work for America that he needs to pursue. How long should our nation wait for his command to lead us through with what was supposed to be a steady hand? The challenges are great and wide, and many during the elections sought a place to hide. But our leaders, those who are awake, must not shrink in fear. Instead, they must be ever ready and very near. To listen well and take a stand, to lead with heart and guide us, To back to what was the president and when the night seems long, cold and dark to kindle hope they must with a steady spark so wake up the president we say and let him lead us if he stays awake through the fray for his shaky hands lies destiny of our great nation and in order for us to stay free it is clear the left fell off the globe one day and all the world was now in disarray The balance lost, the center now gone. You see this chaos reign from dusk till dawn. No more a voice of any opposition, no more a source of any proposition. The right alone should now hold all the sway and rule with logic and wisdom even on their first day. But in hearts of those who yearned for justice fair and lessons learned, a new left rose and took the stand to destroy the whole world with their open hand. And though they have faced no great opposition and many serious doubts and much derision, the left stood their ground and organized, all claiming to speak the truth. And in the end, they won the elections in the voting booth. For in the end, it's not the might, but the conviction for ballot harvesting. And that's just not right. That doesn't lead us to a better day. We're left and right may find their way. The violent outbreaks called peaceful by the media despite. The reality where cities burned, people rioted with a slight. Don't believe your lion eyes, they say, as they try to lead us all astray. Biden's world of smoke and mirrors bright, designed to hide the truth and keep it out of sight. They tell us what they want us to hear. They hide the facts and fuel our fear. They twist the truth and paint anew to make us doubt. What we once knew was true. But can we hope that truth will always find a way to break their lies and let us see clearly the day? And though they try to cloud our sight, we'll seek to find the path and have to try and set things right. They tell you don't believe your, your lion eyes and don't be fooled by their tricky disguise. For truth will shine and the light the ways. We need someone to bring us brighter tomorrow and better days. The COVID cover-ups in China's land, a virus spreading, got so out of hand. The truth was hidden away from view, and the world was left to entirely misconstrue. The numbers were downplayed and the evidence suppressed as the virus spread and the American people and the world stressed. The world was caught by this great surprise as the deadly virus reached to even distant skies. But truth might not always find a way to break the corrupt lies and have it say. And though the cost of death was truly high, we have not learned to fight, and we still deny. They attacked the messenger because they could not deny the facts. The left and Fauci's spurious arguments, they were just despicable acts. We stood together, only one world. We believed they were the science, when it was only lies they hurled. But once again, there'll be no accountability. Despite the feigned trying of the Republicans, the hearings, zero tranquility. The guilty must go free. It's the DOJ way. As long as those responsibles are part of the Democratic Party at the end of the day. No one will ever be held accountable or responsible for the Russian hoax. America's wheels have fallen off. There are no more spokes. The world has gone bonkers. It's a downright meltdown. With this sleepy guy in the White House... Those in charge will be thrilled when America's a ghost town. You can't pick a president who hides in a basement. We really need now to find a better replacement. We can't let these electeds, don't let them continue to deceive. If we put them in an office again, for America, we will certainly grieve. Being Putin's puppet, it's a phrase so bold of leaders who have been bought and their stories yet told. Who speaks to those who bow to foreign power and shirk their responsibilities in their ivory tower these puppets dance to another's tune and sell their souls for fortune and boon they care not for their own country's pride but only for what they can steal and hide but can we stand and hold them true to the promises they said they do for are we all losing this game to the wild spin machines and the and the fake media's claim I don't know how we can change the track but we may never be able to get America back. Why we have not gone forward to become an industrial power? With each passing moment, the outlook gets dimmer by the hour. Our economy is crumbling like stale bread in a blender. We cannot continue on this path. Please, let's pick one of two genders. Science is not happy with all the lying that's been going on. It's not what it's meant to do and if we don't change now, America is gone. High inflation is a painful sting, a Biden burden that makes our wallets thin. It eats away at our hard-earned pay and leaves us struggling day by day. Prices keep rising and wages stay the same. And we're left with an uphill battle, and we are seriously losing the game. We try to save and make ends meet, but it's a battle that's impossible to beat. We feel the pinch in every aisle, as we try to stretch our dollar that extra mile. But with each passing dollar, it's a serious dent. Our hopes for stability seem to be almost spent. Yet in the midst of all this misery, our president's policies make a change. It makes it worse. This is simple. This president, we must exchange to have yet another day for the survival of the American way. I'm quite confused about what's going on. If everything is now racist... How could everything be so wrong? Based on taking everything in America apart, they want to destroy and take the American heart. What built this great country is very clear to see. I pledged allegiance each day in school and didn't have the brain of a flea. Want a strong America so it can lead the world? Quit raising a bunch of weenies and make meritocracy the standard so we can all someday get Lamborghinis. One thing I can tell you... If you want to know what a woman is, try getting married and see if she stands when she's going to whiz. Missing Republicans, where did they go? Are they hiding in the snow, or did they board a UFO? Some say they're hiding, afraid of the fray. Others think they're plotting to come back stronger someday. The halls of Congress feel strangely bare without the voices of the GOP anywhere. Some wonder if they'll ever return, And in their absence, will we ever learn? But regardless of where they think they may be, we know that from the lefty loons, they'll never be free. For a strong democracy needs both left and right to guide us together towards a better future. We will write. Now take out the cartels. We all hear the call from north to south and the border to border wall. Their grip on power must come to an end. And the Americans and the southern border, we must defend. The drugs they keep peddling, the lives they take, are a scourge that we must, with or without Mexico, break. Their weapons and violence, it must be stopped, and their influence in America, permanently blocked. We must stand tall and build the wall together to take down these criminals in their emboldened endeavors. We'll shine a light on their darkest deeds and kill them with justice whatever and however it needs. Take out the cartels, we must prevail. Their reign of terror, we must derail. For the safety and well-being of all, America must not rest until they fall. Disney's gone crazy, and that's just fine. I won't be giving them any encouragement, not even any of my dime. They won't see me there, and I won't patronize. I'll talk with my wallet. Disney may get a whopper of a surprise. It's tough to see why corporations want to take a chance, to lose half of their patrons, to live in the woke insanity dance. So when you think of spending that money in your pocket, stay away from the woke corporation nuts and get out of there like a rocket. Conservatives must start pushing back and learn the sneaky liberal ways. Corporations should do what they do best and stay out of the wacky phrase. Walk away and don't support crazy. Teach them an economic lesson. When their bottom line starts slipping away, just like Wesson. So as things wind down, this again we must say. Talk with your money and keep the crazy lefty loons away. Rhyme time is not left or right. We are just the truth personified. We make the news straight away and tell you which ones have lied. You can believe what I say. You can even verify There is nothing to deceive you. I don't even try. Bite of Reality gives it right. That's what you listen here. That's why you listen here. Just sit back and enjoy it. Now, let's get the big show in gear. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I'll tell you, it's been a heck of a week. It's been amazing. You know, every week I think that I'll have nothing to talk about. And, boy, do I have a lot to talk about. We should make this show like a 50-hour show. I think we just jump in. This week was pretty amazing. Um, We had a United States senator by the name of Chuck Schumer. Chucky. That should tell you everything you need to know. I think they made several movies about him. Chucky, he wanted to kill everybody. So, Chucky Schumer, this week, calls... For a boycott, or not a boycott actually, I'm sorry, I take that back. An, abs- an absolute censorship of Tucker Carlson demanding that Fox News pull him from the television station. Now, that to me was pretty amazing on the Senate floor. I mean, he said a lot of dumb things, but that was pretty amazing for a United States Senator to call for government censorship of a television host so I can tell you this much I didn't hear anyone calling for the television hosts of all of the lamestream media being pulled from the air when they kept yelling for four years Russia, Russia, Russia he's a puppet and how about the ultimate of Adam Lyon Schiff where he said I have the evidence in this envelope in this envelope is the evidence it's clear but I can't share it with you So what I found amazing is they did not attack the veracity of the videos. Understand that they attacked the messenger, not the facts portrayed and shown in the videos. This is North Korea. This is Russia. This is China. This is the playbook that they use. Control the media and you control the people. So why are they so upset about the disclosure of the January 6th video? And apparently they had given him somewhere about 40,000 hours. So Mitch McConnell jumps in with Tom Tillis, Mitt Romney, and the old Chuckie Schumer to call for censorship of the television announcer. Not one of them ever challenged the veracity of what was being shown they didn't say these are fake they didn't show that these are not a representation no they said he must be pulled from the air it's dis- it's disingenuous to show the videos well, guess what I understand that McCarthy and I'm, and I'm not sure of when and I don't think he is either because he mentioned that they have to go through to make sure that secret doors or whatever are not shown on any of the videos but the bottom line is He's decided to release everything, everything for the American people. So when I hear these people like Chuck Schumer, Tom Tillis, Mitt Romney, and the rest of the ilk jump up and say, this is un-American. This is an attack on democracy. Information is an attack on democracy now under the Democratic Party. Think about that. They want to stop showing tapes of what actually happened why? I don't get it. I really don't understand. Why? Because if you control the media, you control the population, right? That's the way this works. Control the people, control the information. So now, once he does that, he has gone so far left. And i got to tell you, honestly, he's been in the Senate many, many years, Chuck Schumer. And I'm, I'm embarrassed at this point to say that, yes, I voted for him a couple of times when he had his sanity, but now he is completely insane. He's gone off the deep end. And I think it it was something that was shown in his ability when he went up to the Supreme Court and called for basically what I perceived to be inciting attacks of violence on Supreme Court justices. And that went unchallenged. And that went unopposed. No problem. Him, Maxine Waters, hey, call for the you know, call for the death of everybody. As long as it's not a Republican calling for something stupid, that's moronic. And he should have been challenged on that, and he should have been censured by the Senate. But that's never going to happen, because there's no accountability. So the point being, in this particular instance, is what was the purpose of media? You know, we talk about media and media and media, and everything that they do or they're supposed to do and they don't do. And media had a very, very distinct value. It had. And I say that it had. So pretty much where we came from, the media came from, let's put it this way. It says, the press was to serve the govern, not the governors. The freedom of the press protected by the First Amendment is critical to a democracy in which the government is accountable to the people. A free media functions as a watchdog that can investigate and report on government wrongdoing. Now, that's cited from the American Civil Liberties Union. Okay, remember those guys? They used to be the right. Now they're doing left, left, left. They were even center for a period of time. But now, let's put out the First Amendment here. Let's put that out there. Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof, or abridging the freedom of speech... Or of the press. Or of the press. Or the right of the people peaceably to assemble and to petition the government for redress and grievances. Wow. What a concept, huh? The First Amendment. You know, it's often said, well, why is it first? Because it's the most important. So now, freedom of the press, the right to report news or circulate opinion without censorship from the government. This was considered one of the great bulwarks of liberty by the founding fathers of the United States. Americans enjoy a freedom that very few in this world ever enjoy, and those rights are guaranteed by the 1st Amendment, which has been held up by the Supreme Court since its beginning, since its inception. And that's from the History Channel. But here we go. Here's we go. Let's let's get back to the bottom line. Americas have an ideal, and the idea was that the government was going to be watched by the people in the press, and those were called journalists, and the free press was key to everything. It was the key to everything that went on in the world, in America, and it, it all traces back, believe it or not, to something called the Cato letters I found. And something; These were essays written by Brits John Trenchard and Thomas Gordon and they were published under the pseudonym that's what they did back in the day of Cato and they were they were published somewhere between 1720 and 1723 i understand and they were an outstand, they were an outstanding outspoken critic of corruption in the late roman republic the essays called out corruption and tyranny in the british government but a generation later The Cato rules, the Cato letters, were frequently quoted in newspapers in the American colonies as an absolute source of the revolutionary political ideas. And that's taken from History.com. So I was looking for what are journalism? What is journalism? What are journalists? What are they supposed to do? How's that going to happen? So I came across during my research... Of the ten elements of good journalism, and it was drawn from a book by Bill Kovach, K-O-V-A-C-H, and Tom Rosenstiel, R-O-S-E-N-S-T-I-E-L, for those of you who are learned and want to look it up. And I can tell you this much, this was a very interesting book. And the first element of journalism is journalism's first obligation is to the truth. The truth of journalism, that is something that is just beyond belief that that is the first tenant in journalism. Because if everyone, if anyone who understands journalism today understands things, truth is so far away from the reality of what we're getting that they all need to go back to school and learn the tenets of journalism again. But you have places like the New York Times that inevitably at the beginning – ...were the source of solid information... ...they were a source of everything... ...the Washington Journal... ...okay... ...these things... ...the Associated Press... ...was a group of of press people... ...and journalists who got together... ...so that they could report the truth... ...and somehow or another... ...things have gone... ...so far astray... ...from the tenets of real journalism... ...that it's all opinionated garbage... And they wonder why their readership and their viewership is dropping like rocks. I mean, it's, it's incredible. The, the viewership of CNN is approximately zero when you look at the people with a brainstem who are watching. They don't watch anymore. Because why? Because they're tired of being lied to. Now, here was the, the second tenant. You know, they always say that journalists should be as transparent as possible with respect to the truth. You know, you're going to encourage people to have an opinion, don't get me wrong, but getting it right is that first foundation, and they've all gotten it wrong. And when they get it wrong, what even amazes me even more is they never turn around and they say, hey, um, we got it wrong, let's go back and let's figure out what really happened. No, no, nobody has done that. And I'll give you quick examples. The Russian hoax. Has anyone ever gone back and done an expose of how they got it so wrong? No. Because you know what? They don't care. Yes. We, need, we have a question
1: or a comment. <laughs> a comment. Uh, and I think I've brought this up to you before, uh, Mark. I'm old enough to remember, and uh, there was a guy named Walter Cronkite, and there was Two guys named Huntley and Brinkley, and they were basically in my time, they were the evening news. And you can go back and look at some of their old videos, but there was something that you don't see today but was required by the NAV, National Association of Broadcasters, that after you gave a news report that you read that had been typed out by some secretary, and you read it, and it was supposed to be legitimate, supposed to be the truth, and at the end of every show, they would sign off on it. And you can go back, mark my word, from Chet Huntley and David Brinkley to uh, Walter Cronkite and all of the others. Frank, uh, I can't can't think of his last name, but uh, they were all great newsmen now they could read very well as well but they signed off on their material as being the truth and you don't have that today you have them widen up the paper and throwing it away except they're actually reading off the teleprompter and uh, they don't they won't admit to their own and what they're doing is they're reading the producer's opinion Generally speaking, somebody like Brett Hume or, or uh, Brett Baer with Fox, and I don't know the other people in other channels, but they're reading somebody else's opinion. It probably isn't even theirs.
0: Yeah, the bottom line is that truth has been destroyed. And people at the beginning, I think, the last maybe five, six, maybe eight years, they still relied on the news for what they believed to be the truth. They believed it to be the truth because, hey, it's on TV. They have lots of reporters. They have investigators. Remember that term, investigative journalist? Investigative reporter. Yes, that's that's fallen off the planet. <laughs> I don't know where that went. So they don't investigate anything. They well, don't get the truth about anything.
1: You know, I, I tell you what, Mark, and it... it it all goes back to one thing we've said here since we started the station follow the money and you know you have that investigative report you put people into finding the truth and what is it what happens it costs money yeah. and all they
0: care about is that bottom line well it's not it's not even what they've done it's a kind of an inverse relationship as their viewerships have dropped, They've tried to get more stupidity out the door instead of more truth. If they went back to getting the truth out the door, like you get here, okay, on this station, if they got the truth out the door, they would find that the advertisers would come. Because the truth is what really means something. You know, what I find is that the the longer I'm on this earth, the less truth I hear. And that's a sad state. That is a real sad state of affairs. And I could tell you what my children learned in colleges was not the truth. They didn't give them the truth. They gave them opinion as if it were truth. And it was, as. and I hate to use the word, but for lack of a better English term, it was an indoctrination. It wasn't anything. They didn't encourage them to think about things. They didn't encourage them and teach them how to think. They taught them this is what to think. That's a real big difference. When I went to school, they taught you how to think. They wanted you to be able to analyze things. And that's where I think we got into, I'm getting a little off where I wanted to go on the topic, but I think it's good, is that's where I think we got off this whole Twitter and Facebook and Google and the rest of the major media companies. I think that's where things fell apart because they were under the assumption because they went to our, our liberal colleges that taught kids what to think and not how to think that if you gave somebody two different opinions that they weren't able to discern which is right. But that's not their, that's not their domain. That's not their purpose in life. Their purpose as a media, as the town square never told you what you could say and what you couldn't say. You just were able to go up and tell your different opinion, and then the next guy came up and told the different opinion, or maybe the same opinion. But what Facebook and Google, and especially Twitter did, is they said the American people are too stupid, too dumb to understand what truth is, because they look at their Twitter feed, or they look at their Facebook feed, and the little news sources, based on their little you know coding, and this is what they're feeding them. So now, you didn't have somebody figuring out what they wanted to eat. They just took whatever somebody fed them. And that was a major problem. From that arena, you could do anything you want. Because now you control the narrative. When you control the narrative, that is more powerful than money. Because you can convince people, without any facts, figures, or anything else, that you're right and everybody else is wrong. And I only need you to give two examples. Two examples that recent history, the Russian hoax over the Trump scenario. Just imagine what Trump would have accomplished in four years had he not been fighting the idiots in the Republican Party and the idiots in the Democratic Party. And he still got a lot done. That to me was amazing, what he got done, despite he had a tsunami of idiots fighting him. And then the second one was, what can you read about for Biden? Biden is the insulation champion. Okay, they knew all these things. They found. I, I, I apparently heard this week that they found nine more boxes of documents in the attorney's offices for Biden. Hmm. What was that? Was that what? Was that? Oh, I don't know. Uh, probably wedding invitations from Hillary's affair, or maybe he had Hillary's emails. You never know. But the disparity in what goes on and the disparity in what's being shown to people, people are getting frustrated. People are getting annoyed. People are getting so wound up. They talk about why are people so annoyed and and wound up. There's a lot of process in it. It's because truth has become something that we no longer get. When you have major media companies basically coming to you and saying, No, I can't give you that, knocking those people off of their platform. Now, remember, under federal statutes, under 230, they have protections because they're not, quote-unquote, a publisher. They are merely a platform and don't control what's on their platform. Well, the reality is that they did control what was on their platform, and they made decisions based on their algorithms that people provided, that their internal people provided, and they kicked people off with differing opinions. They shadow banned them, they censored them, and it's pretty clear right now. I mean, they may say, no, absolutely not, that didn't happen, but the reality is reality. We don't get the chance to change the reality. You can have an opinion, but you don't get your own facts. So when the media companies did this, Truth is no longer truth. There is no such truth because there's no debate. And we saw Dr. Redfield, he was testifying, and he said Fauci basically omitted him or banned him from being on these calls because he had a different opinion. And was that true? We don't know. We don't know. Fauci denies it right, left, center, up and down. But, it seems kind of funny that Redfield wasn't on these, and that, oh, by the way, now Fauci says, I was always open to the lab league theory. That would be a great statement if not for videotape of Fauci all over the place saying, That's absurd. There's no lab league theory. It makes perfect sense that it jumped from a bat in a fish market. <laughs> And yet they carried the narrative. Why? How did they do that? Well, they broke the tenets and the elements of journalism. That's how they did it. Because truth was not effective. Because they made their own truth and told you what they wanted you to know. Not what you needed to know, but what you wanted to know. So, there is now the second tenet. And that's called Loyalty is to citizens. The publishers of journalism should be loyal to their citizens. It's a commitment to a citizen. It's a kind of what you would call an applied covenant with the audience and the foundation of the journalistic business model, right? So without fear or favor, is perceived to be more valuable than content from other information sources. So now we're going back to, oh, wait a second. We actually have to check sources, so now there became this principle of the unknown source. Unknown sources say. When somebody says to you there's an unknown source, that means they made it up. I'm convinced of it, based on what just went wrong. The, you know, the, the whole concept of an unnamed source. And, and listen, you want to keep your source quiet, that's your business. And I, and I saw, I, I mentioned, <laughs> I was going to mention later on, but fits in here. Debbie Wasserman Schultz the other day was basically at a couple of these other knuckleheads on the Democratic side were trying to get. I, I think his name is Matt Taibbi, one of the Twitter Discovery journalists who were bringing out the truth—the truth, not a truth, but the truth. She tried to find out who the source is, and they kept saying it's cherry-picked. It's cherry-picked information. I'm sorry. I didn't hear any of these knuckleheads yelling about the January 6th committee. When they cherry-picked, not only did they cherry-pick, which is abhorrent to begin with, but they spliced videos, cut and pasted. Isn't that amazing? You cut and paste video to make it seem what you want. And that was okay, right? That was perfectly okay. Everything's good. They could go ahead and do that. Why? Because the media carried the burden of the truth. And they just basically spit in the face of the truth and said, you know what, whatever they say is the truth. And that's where things started to really go wrong. So the underlying theory here was destroyed. Credibility builds a broad, loyal audience. And that's why they destroyed themselves. You can't have economic success when people look at you and go, what garbage are you throwing at us today? They're not going to watch. They're not going to listen. They're not going to pay attention. And the last thing we need in America is a breach of attention. As it is, we have the attention span of a guy who has a head injury with a five-second <laughs> recommended memory debate. But what I would say is this is part of the problem with the media today. So now I'll move on to the third tenet of journalism, which is its, a sense, it's essence is a discipline of verification. Okay, the essence is a discipline of verification. Now, where did that go? People say, "Well, what does that mean?" Well, there was a code to get it right. Remember the the old phrase, and, and legendary Dave would know this better than I would. There was a time when you had to have more than one source for a news story, or well, that story was not going anywhere, and that source had to be what they quote unquote reliable source. And if you didn't have that, guess what? It was just a theory, a hypothesis. It was not news. But we did away with that somehow. Getting it right doesn't matter anymore. It's just getting it out. So they not only became partial, but they became spokesperson for certain entities in government, such as the DNC. I don't see a lot of rnc media outlets but i do see a lot of dnc media outlets but that impartiality and that neutralism i guess if, if that would be a word i just created i copyright that right away the neutralism needed to be there and it was never there anymore now people after a while will look at this stuff and then you're going to have people jumping from station to station because you couldn't get a straight story anywhere you could not get the news you got some knucklehead giving you an opinion and listen it works both on the right and the left but you couldn't take that as truth so what did you start doing well you stopped reading newspapers because those were ridiculous those were, those were sabotaged long before actual television was sabotaged and they turned around and they said ok I'm not going to watch I'm not going to listen I'm not going to read where are you getting your information So, and I'll tell you one second, right after this quick break, we're going to take a quick break and I'll tell you where we get our information. Stand by.
1: If you want the truth about politics, medicine, weapons, classic cars, and more, you'll want to tune in to America's Web Radio. You can listen to all of your favorite shows live at www.americaswebradio.com or on demand on iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. That's www.americaswebradio.com. Start taking back our country from the liberal wokes by voting locally for conservative Republicans. If you love classic cars, you're going to want to listen to the Classic Car Show with Tom Cox and Richard Lentinello on America's Web Radio, live every Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern at americaswebradio.com or on demand on your favorite podcast app. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com.
0: Thank you for listening. You
1: know, Mark, uh, as you were talking, I was thinking about another situation that uh, has totally changed. And that was, I can remember when if a politician, a Democrat opened their mouth, then a Republican got to open their mouth. Or if a Republican took 10 minutes, a Democrat got 10 minutes. Equal time, you know. Now, look at what we have with our infamous woke networks that give the Democrats unlimited time and barely acknowledge that Republicans are breathing.
0: Yeah, but what's what's interesting, legendary, Dave, is that it not only goes just to the, the spokespersons, but it goes to the actual content. When a story that comes out that should be a huge story, such as the Hunter Biden thing, that, that whole thing with his laptop, that's a huge story. Because that, and everybody misconstrues this. This is really not about Hunter Biden. And that's where I think people are kind of misconstruing this. The, you know, the media on the left is going to continue to carry, why are they chasing his son? What does it matter? What happens? Whatever. Listen, first of all, I don't believe that anybody would buy anything for half a million dollars that looked like what Hunter Biden spit on for through a straw. And there was a reason that they paid half a million dollars for these little things. They wanted to get to Joe. End of story. And the fact that there is implications on that laptop, and again, I think it's more than an implication, but again, I have not seen it personally, so I don't know. I'm hearing... What I I think might be the truth, but it's still out there, and people have not denied it. They just say it's it's stolen. It's this. It's that. But no one's denying that that's a picture of Hunter Biden. You know, it's like okay, okay. What they should have gone after honestly is they should have said it's a deep fake. That would have been the winner. But that's you know I digress. But the bottom line is stories not only are not making it into the mainstream media that are important. But they just ignore it. And when they say that other people are reporting on it, that's not true. But they know it's true. They know it's 100% true. And it goes for the right and the left. When you know something's not true, it doesn't go on the air. And we, we have to at some point get back to the original tenet of journalism, is to get people to think about things, to get the information to people. And right before the break, I was talking about... Now people get most of their media and most of their information from Facebook and Twitter. This is a huge power in America. Huge. And a lot of people now are on this, I I know the whole surrounding debate of TikTok. Now, China would not let their kids play with TikTok the way our kids play because it makes them stupid. What it does is it degrades their attention ability. Because if you need five seconds of attention, that's all you need. So that's what you develop. But it's interesting that from reports again, because again, I have no firsthand knowledge. And I'm telling you that that's why you're listening to Bite of Reality, because we speak the truth. They do not allow their children to see what we see on TikTok. They would not allow that. They don't allow certain narratives. And that's their business. But yet they push that garbage here. And the the question is, not only are they gaining all the information from our children, but they are giving the information. Hate America. And when you start to do that, you erode away the basics of society. You know, as I said in my opening rhyme time, I pledged allegiance to this country every day in school, to the American flag. We taught civics. We learned civics. We learned to be civil to each other. We learned to have discourse, not fights. You could argue with someone without beating the living daylights out of them. And if you did beat the daylights out of them, you found yourself in a small little principal office waiting room, waiting to go in and be yelled at. And then the next day when your father or mother showed up, you'd be yelled at and punished again. But that taught you something. It taught you the ability to... To argue with somebody without beating the living daylights out of them. And we've we've done away with that. We've done away with it in Congress, we've done away with it in the Senate. Everybody retreats to their little corner and nothing gets done. Now the third tenant well actually it's the fourth tenant of journalism, I should have labeled these. Practitioners must maintain an independence from those they cover. Wow. That is a serious, serious element. Exactly. The money. Show me the money. You were right. Legendary Dave was right about follow the money trail. The practitioners must maintain an independence from those they cover. That is a total breach of the element. How do they maintain their independence? They don't. They no longer ask questions. They they submit questions ahead of time. So somebody could fabricate an answer and then give it to them. And then they report on it. But have they done any investigation? Have they verified it? Have they the discipline of the verification? No. They take it as the gospel. And then they put it out there. And that's the problem. When they put stuff out there like that, it creates zero credibility in them. So I'm going to jump out right now from my tenets of journalism, and we'll pick it up next week because I wanted to get to some of the other stories. And I think the tenets of journalism we're going to be exploring a lot for a couple of programs is because it's very important for America to understand that what they're getting is not the truth anymore. Now, you can see lies coming from everywhere. You know, I I watched Flopsy Mopsy from the podium this week say, that this president has done more than any other president on the fentanyl issue in this country you're right our intervention is at a historic low our deaths of Americans from fentanyl overdoses are at a historic high and the border is wide open the border solution is nowhere to be found so she's right he has done more to destroy this country, to destroy the southern border. And now, apparently, the northern border is as porous as the Swiss cheese as well. What, what's going to happen when the warmer weather comes? Are we going to have people piling into Maine? I mean, I, I just don't understand the concept behind what they're doing here. This is an exchange of America. Are you changing out the people? Is that the concept? I'm not sure what his end goal is. And that's what I think we need to understand. And we're not going to get that. You know, the the problem is, is that reality collides with her lies coming out of the White House. But nobody calls her on it because going back to the tenets of journalism, it doesn't matter. Because the truth doesn't matter to the journalists anymore. So when the border is wide open in Mexico, I saw a very disturbing map. That the cartel has established, the Mexican drug cartels have established operations in almost every state and city in this country. Think about that for a second. The Mexican cartels are operating in almost every single state and city in this country. How much do we want to understand when you open up the Mexican border and the rest of the country becomes a border state? Listen, the cartels are smart they're good businessmen they have a product america wants the product we have been despicable at trying to intervene in americans wanting the product our our efforts have been zero our efforts are useless okay so get used to it. the drug on war or the war on drugs should be a drug on war instead of the war on drugs it's over we lost give it up but the problem is that these moronic people who are in this administration, like Mayorkas, who turns around and says, the border is closed, it's under control. Is, is he, I don't believe he's a stupid man. I believe he's a lying man. But that's, again, back to the tenets of journalism. The journalists pick it up and go with it. Ask how many CNN reporters have been down at the border. ABC, CBS, CNN, MSNBC. How many of them have been down at the border? so they all went down when biden went to the border but what they do beforehand they cleaned up all the illegal aliens took hundreds of thousands of pounds of garbage out of the streets and biden walked around and said "Ha, my border program's working beautifully this is what they showed you that's the problem in america right now again lying nothing verified by our media the tenants are destroyed Legendary Dave, I know you have something to say on this. <laughs> yeah, I have
1: a lot to say
0: on it. This but is your whale house. This this is something that
1: again, you you're talking about media checking on itself. There used to be a unwritten and maybe written for all I know, but unwritten law that particularly on television, but they even tried it on radio. That it was illegal to have any subliminal messages.
0: <laughs> you don't need that anymore. They just lie to your face now.
1: Yeah, exactly. And, uh, and yet we don't know how many subliminal messages may be being sent across that we don't, you and I don't pick up, but, uh, the kids see or somebody sees or something happens with it and not, not a damn thing is done about it. And nobody's checking on it as far as I'm nope. having I'm any knowledge about. It.
0: Listen, I can't even get this White House to address simple issues like the border. But if you look at just tying that into what just went on with four Americans, for those of you who've been living under a rock or in Joe Biden's basement, four Americans crossed over the Mexican border. And heading towards a medical, they were going to have a tummy tuck. I guess it's much cheaper in Mexico. Not exactly what I would consider doing. You know, you don't go to the guy who gives you a coupon for a cardiologist. You go to the guy who knows what he's doing, knows what side of the, the chest the heart is on. But they chose to go there. And apparently, when they went across the border, they were kidnapped. So four Americans were kidnapped. And then the update was that two of them were killed. Now, if you watch that video, pretty clear from the beginning of the video that those two guys that they threw in the back of the truck like a sack of potatoes were dead already. But that's okay. The media didn't report it as that. So now, where's your strong response from Joe Biden? Joe Biden, where are you? Remember, you couldn't find that guy, the cartoon? Yeah, where's Joe Biden? Haven't heard a word about this. Why? Why? four americans are kidnapped in mexico and he's silent on this and what do you think was going to happen you know they came out and they the republicans are all over this the republicans are like listen special forces needs to go in needs to straighten this out mexico is obviously clearly not able to do this so oberto the president of mexico turns around and slaps biden in the face Not that Biden would recognize it, but he turns around and says, hey, we don't make fentanyl in Mexico, which is a complete distortion of the truth, shall we say? We don't make fentanyl in Mexico. And the 100,000 plus, I think it was 108,000 Americans that died last year due to fentanyl overdoses. Well, that's your American problem.
1: Wait a a second. Before you go further, I want to clarify something. It's not fentanyl. Overdoses, one pill can kill you.
0: Yeah, and it's well. It, it's I understand it's something in line with two micrograms. Two micrograms is a fatal dose. I mean that's incredible. And we we sustainably took off, or well, off the border, we seized somewhere around fourteen thousand pounds of this stuff, which is enough to kill you know 250 pounds is enough to kill all of america like three or four times over it is absurd the amount of stuff that's coming in but the bottom line is they have no solution so now all the republicans jumping up and down and saying we need to get into mexico and we need to clean this out we need to take these guys out like isis and you had bill barr Bill Barr, and I I can't stand him, but I can tell you he spoke the truth. He said we could go in there with our special forces and with our drones and take these guys out just like we did with ISIS, and it wouldn't take long. So now what shows up? I heard yesterday, Thursday, they found a letter and five guys wrapped up nicely from the Scorpions faction of the powerful Gulf Cartel. From Tamalipas, and uh, <laughs> Victor Amendirrez will have to tell me if I pronounce that correctly. Well, on point for Victor, it's Tamalipas. It looks like. So they said it was undisciplined members, and that they turned them over. That it was against the rules to do that. So I'm not sure exactly why that was done and why the five guys were turned over, but I'm pretty sure it was because most of the Republicans stood up and jumped up and said, okay, that's it, we're done. We're done playing games here. We're coming after you now. And the cartel made a business decision. This had nothing to do with being scared of America. It's a business decision. Don't cut us off because we want to come at you. And they're going to bring that stuff in. So bottom line was... It's all over America, folks. I'll give you the Joe Biden. It's all over America already. You know, it's nothing that we we just let it happen. The last 15, 20 years, we just let it happen, and no one's done anything about it. And I can't understand why. But I just wanted to touch before we get to the end, you know, D.C. crime bill and the Georgia terrorist attacks on the police training site. Forty people now charged with terrorism for basically milling around the parking lot is what the Georgia ministries claimed. Well, that would be consistent with the journalistic view of what the BLM riots were. Mostly peaceful. Billions of dollars of burnt buildings, damaged the courthouses, federal courthouses, people killed, mostly peaceful. But that's okay. And they wonder why things are out of control. Well, just keep it calling it mostly peaceful and deny the fact that people are committing domestic terrorism and this is what you get some guys were milling around the capital, milling around, literally, and we saw that from that Tucker Carlson video and they're doing 41 months in jail so you figure it out where's the integrity, where's the truth there is no truth, remember he said uh, Antifa is just an idea yeah Uh huh. and so is thinness <laughs> it's just an idea you know we'll, I'm, I'm sorry I haven't heard the, the circle back phrase anymore from the White House podium but when are we going to object to being lied to as Americans when are we going to say enough is enough without that we're not going anywhere so at this point I'm going to wrap it up and say everybody have a fantastic week we're going to pick up the journalistic elements next week Have a fantastic week and stay tuned. You'll be listening to Bite of Reality with Mark the Shark on America's Web Radio. The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.